Hello, this is Genoa. This is Yusuf. And this is Entertainment. Yes, yes, March is here, and we are about to hit you all with a newer, uh, I guess, uh, sci-fi, psychological horror, whatever you want to call it, in the form of the 2022 release, Megan with a three set of people. Right. It's not spelled M-E. It's spelled M3. Uh, because she's a robot. And um, this movie is a combination of Chucky meets, meets the Bad Seed meets, meets Terminator. Yes. <laughs> yes, on all three. And the last five minutes, a little bit of Aliens. Uh, <laughs> right. Yes. Now, the movie stars uh, Allison Williams, Violet McGraw, um, and Ronnie Chang. Um, there's other actors that's kind of uh, not really the big stars, but they're, they're in there too. Right. In order to keep budget down, they used non-A-list actors. With maybe the only, I mean, the only person I recognized was Allison Williams. Um, where would I know Ronnie Chang from? Uh, he's on The Daily Show. He's like one of the oh. correspondents on The Daily Show. I watch The Daily Show, so that's why I don't know him. Uh, uh, good for him for making like the move from The Daily Show to acting. At, like, oh, he was also in Crazy Rich Asians. Asians uh, I was oh, going to yeah. say Crazy It. Rich aliens, not aliens, Asians. Uh, and he was also in Godzilla versus Kong. Okay, so yeah. he's been in a few things. Yeah, and he's, and he's hilarious, actually. Um, I kind of want him to be in a comedy because he's, 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 he's super. Well, he's in uh, History of the World Part 2. Have you been watching that yet? I haven't. Nope. Uh, okay. uh, I, well, I, I watched like the first 10 minutes of the first episode last night. And then I chose to go to bed. Oh, yeah. And, and, and it really lasso you? <laughs> nope. It was the Abraham, like the Abraham Lincoln kept bumping his head and uh, like, I have legs for arms and it was just, it was stupid. Which I know, like, I feel like I just need to take like a nice strong drink, an edible or something, and then dive into it. It's not right. something you do like on a Monday night when. Oh yeah, no. You're tired. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, definitely a drink. And actually, I, I I will probably go back and watch History of the World Part One just to get me like ready. For... Yeah, I like Monty Python than more than I liked History of the World. Okay. Oh well, I mean, it's Monty Python. <laughs> yeah, Holy exactly. Grail, being in a life. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. we, it, you don't need to, you know, pin one against the other. But no, you don't. You don't. You don't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But he. So in this movie, he plays the head of a digital company um, or a toy company, I should play, that releases robotic toys. Sort of. What was there was a toy in the eighties that that talked to you. Teddy um, Ruxpin. Yes, Teddy Ruxpin. That's sort of where this toy company started. And now their third generation toy 
is going to be a little android girl that looks like she set, stepped off the set of The Bad Seed. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and it's kind of with the stillness of the T-1000 Liquid Terminator. Right. <laughs> so although this movie feels like it is all about um, robots killing people, hunting them down, uh, a la the Terminator. The movie is actually all about human connection and not to rely on your digital aspects to, to be that connector for you. Uh, real life connections are very important. So we are introduced to Allison Williams' character, Gemma, who is the aunt to Katie. Uh, Katie's parents die in a horrific traffic accident and Gemma all of a sudden goes from being the weird aunt that programs things and is never around to having to take care of her niece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now uh, Gemma is thrust upon this situation that she was definitely not ready for uh, the, you know, the, the maternal figure, <clears throat> so to speak. And she is like this close. She's this close to advance in her career in robotics, uh, making a name for herself in that world. So the perfect loophole for Gemma is to test out this Megan model uh, prototype, you know, for Katie. Because Katie had this awesome friend in Megan and Gemma is getting all the awesome um, R&D, so to speak, uh, with the interaction between Katie and Megan. So it works out. Yes. So because she's been focusing her entire career on the robot uh, and R&D technology, she then taps into that to build uh, Megan to be basically the companion to her niece versus stepping up and being the um, mom that her niece needs. Um, and that's where it all starts to go wrong. Because mm-hmm. Megan is going to protect Katie by any means necessary. If ever she find a human and or animal a threat, it, she's going to take care deal. of it. It's a done deal. It's like you have to protect her, you know, her best friend. (laughs) Right. Whether it's emotional protection or physical protection, she's going to get it done. Uh, The first time we see that was was the dog first or the boy first? It was the dog first. (laughs) So the 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 Karen of a neighbor has an obnoxious dog that keeps trying to take out Gemma and now trying to take out Katie. Uh, and Megan just is not going to have anything to do with it. So the dog disappears. Um, we then get uh, a scene where Katie goes to a f- school function and a boy is b- bullying her. So Megan takes care of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like the Tommy from Goodfellas, you know, like, yeah, that thing's been handled. <laughs> yeah. Take care of yeah. The thing. Uh, so sneak peek behind behind the curtains of Yusuf and I we actually recorded this yesterday or tried to record it yesterday and failed 
And he pointed out to me that this was a PG-13, which blew me away. And then I realized I watched the unedited version because the scene where the boy's taken out is sort of, it's a little much. Uh, but the next scene where the neighbor's taken out is, uh, it's intense. Wow. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like you, I, I will look at power washers differently for a while. <laughs> It's like get that thing away from me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot, a lot of pressure. Yes. Um, through all of this, Jim is slowly realizing that there might be something wrong with Megan, and she goes to check her programming and realizes that Megan's not been recording everything, and maybe things are going wrong, and she shouldn't ha- leave Megan to take care of Katie. Um, they also have like what's really nice in the film to be the like voice of reason is that they have a child uh, psychologist, child therapist being like, dude, you should be bonding with your niece, not the robot bonding with the niece. Now you're doing transference and, and you're going to end up with a messed up child and everything. And when Gemma realizes that the robot going wrong is impacting her niece. Uh, then things taken things go really to the next level of bad. Um, Megan tries to take out the other engineers. Then she tries to take out, or she takes out the head of the company, the assistant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's where she just go just full metal jacket on everybody. Uh, yeah, because you know artificial intelligence. Just like Skynet, it's like it it calculates the human <laughs> condition, it analyzes situations, and it come up with the logical conclusions. Like the, the Megan's logical conclusion is, I can be a better parental figure for Katie than the human counterpart. So therefore, I don't need to listen to the person who created me because I'm. I have the best interest of Katie in mind. She don't. And that's kind of where the flip happens. <laughs> kind of like Skynet. Because Skynet was like, oh, wait a minute, hold on. We don't need these humans on Earth, do we? Uh, no, we don't. Okay, let's the nukes. Let's fire the nukes. And that's kind of how the Terminator thing happened. <laughs> yep, exactly. Exactly. Which is why this feels like it borrows a little bit from the Terminator. But you mentioned the alien, so or the alien, it borrows from aliens. Um, how does it do that? Scene. So a specific scene. So it was a setup in the middle of the movie that, of course, you know, okay, this is going to pay off. When is this, when is this scene going to pay off? Uh, so when um, Katie comes, you know, comes home or goes to Gemma's place and Katie is watching and looking at all the kind of little robotic stuff in Gemma's garage, she built that she kind of stepped away from test, you know, test robots, stuff like that. And she's introduced to this kind of big Buffy. Okay, if anyone ever watched Real Steel, that old movie where Hugh Jackman was kind of like a rock'em sock'em robot type movie. Um, it's totally okay. that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Gemma made that version of a robot that y'all just kind of in the corner chilling, you know. And it pays off at the end 
because they used the Rock'em Soccer robot that was dormant in the garage to fight off Megan in the way that Sigourney Reaver got into that robotic forklift in the second Aliens when the alien was about to get little new and she comes out was like, get away from her, you bitch. That was like the scene in Megan. <laughs> yeah, so the reason why that she had to use the, the extra robot to take out Megan is because Megan's skeleton is titanium, uh, also leading to future Terminator type <laughs> devices. Um, so everyone that's supposed to live lives at the end, but they do open it up for a sequel because the president of the company, his administrative assistant downloaded the program and sent it off to someone. So that's one way that they can do the uh, sequel, but also Megan's program has been downloaded into the Alexa in the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Which is even more scary. Uh, yeah. So it, it, of course they got to be a sequel because this movie was a surprise hit. I mean, it, yeah, it, it did great at the box office. It made his money. And of course, yeah, the studio was like, Oh yeah, we have to do a sequel. It is like, People love this movie. Um, okay, question, throwback. So, in your opinion, Megan, right? Okay. Yeah. If May, okay, if Megan and Small Wonder, remember that show? <laughs> no, I don't know that show. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember Small Wonder in the eighty? Vicky, like that was like the little robot girl. Small, small Wonder. No, I've never even heard of this show. Okay, I'm sending you to YouTube, like of like the opening of the. And when you watch it, like, oh, I remember this show. It's a small one. I don't know. My, if it came out in like '86, between '86 and like '89, um, my mom took away the TV a little bit because I was watching too much TV. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, so if, it, if it was during those years, then I'm then. Uh, okay. okay, gotcha. <laughs> and if it was right before that, I was really into Atari. So I would have been if I was on the TV, I was playing Atari. Mm, mm, okay, okay, yeah. No, this is uh, okay. So eighty-five. It was a God, and it ended in eighty-nine. What was it on Fox? Uh, no, no. Man, what was it on? It was like five or seven. It wasn't on Challenge. It wasn't CBS. It was. It was either, I'm gonna say either five or seven, either ABC or NBC. maybe. I could. Be. Yeah, but anyway. So, well, I'm not gonna do that head to head because you don't know about. It. So, okay. Okay. <laughs> so, were you gonna ask me who was gonna win in a fight? Yeah. Well, I mean, we can do uh, the Terminator versus Megan. Yeah, but I was thinking about like weight, like the size, you know, both of them are kind of little. But okay, well, Terminator. Okay, so Megan can give term. Okay, are we talking Schwarzenegger Terminator or like T1000 liquid? Schwarzenegger. Okay. 
yeah, 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 yeah. Megan, Megan could do work on. on yeah, I, f- I feel like she might defeat him. Yeah, totally. totally. Because she uh, adapts and learns through the process, right. so that she would be fast. able to take him out. Yeah, and she's faster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She could just sweep the leg, and you know, Swiss they could just be on the ground trying to roll over and get up because he's like a. Oh, yeah. What is it? He's a T801 model. Uh, sure. Don't get yes. it. Yeah. It's like, don't get at me if I'm like, you know, mistaken his model. I know he's like an 800. So he's like really clunky. And Megan is like this fast little, you know. Right. She also like, because he was trying to look human, his, his, uh, like head and his arms and his body didn't fold in weird ways, whereas she does. So she would be able to fold to get away from him better. Exactly. I mean, you know, she could do backflips clearly, and she can yes. like, yeah, yeah, a little dancing to distract him. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yeah. so what's that guy? I mean, turn that Terminator. He, he don't have anything. He can't do yeah. <laughs> okay, so our rating right. is. Sit on the sofa and watch it. The PG thirteen with a family, or the unrated with not not the kids. Uh, have it on the background, or leave it alone. Go outside and get on with your life. Yeah, uh, definitely on the couch. You know, slash, you know, move on. Um, yeah, it, it was great. It was fun. It wasn't too long. The runtime was at a sweet spot. Um, and also, like I said, you know, uh, it's and it's a screenwriter, you know, woman of color, you know, and I'm, I always love to see that, you know, that movie and, and it's successful on top of that. And it was a good movie, you know, in the genre. So, yeah, I give it. Yes. We have two asses down for this movie. Uh, we both enjoyed it. I liked that it was 90 minutes long. It was like, it told a nice, tight story. It got to the point. It gave you some action. And the unrated one uh, wasn't worse than anything I have seen on like any of the cop shows. Uh, but, you know, maybe if you have a weak stomach or get grossed out easily, don't watch the unrated. Watch the PG-13. Yeah, because the PG thirteen is definitely tame. I mean, they do a lot of cut arounds. It was they don't really really linger on. Right, they don't show someone's face being sprayed off by (laughs) a pressure washer. No, they don't. (laughs) I've I've watched Megan twice already. Uh, So yeah, so it's the unrated one. Oh, okay. I thought you watched the theatrical, so you could compare. (laughs) No. So. I still haven't seen the PG-13 one. No worries. Yeah, no worries. I mean, you've seen the real one. Yes. So there you have it. Uh, Megan, uh, for stream purchase, and it's also on Peacock, uh, free if you have that subscription service. Yeah. yeah. So until next uh, week, which I want to say, traveling, visible distancing, and... Be safe. Yes. Peace.